Lions. I'm Ashley Salisbury. And I'm Ashton Clopton. And we are your spotlight team here at Maine Entertainment. Welcome to this semester's final episode of Talk With Me, where we feature one of you. Today's guest is a junior film production major from Syracuse, New York. He works on LMU sets and is getting ready to shoot a documentary while also being a part of Crimson Circle, Surf Club, and the Marcom video production team. We're so excited to welcome videographer Will Streiskuth to the podcast. Yay! Hi, Hi. Will! Glad to be here. Super excited to, to talk with you guys. Well, we're so excited to hear from you. So to kick things off, tell us about your semester so far. You know, the school year's wrapping up. How's everything going? How, how are you doing? So it's, it's been an interesting semester. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the past two and a half semesters have been pretty uh, interesting, for better or for worse. Right. Uh, but yeah, so as a, as a film production student, things have been picking up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been able to have student film sets uh, that are um, COVID safe. And there are a few um, practices that we put in order to make sure that, you know, people aren't getting COVID on sets and that sets are a safe place to be. Um, Mm -hmm. So we get tested once a week and um, you wear masks on set and socially distance and all that stuff. Um, And it's been really cool to be able to kind of be a part of this new form of filmmaking. Um, Obviously, it's very limited. You can't have as many people as, as normal, I guess, on set. Um, so you maybe have 10 to 12 people on set rather, you know, as opposed to 20. Um, and it's, I think it's something that's, it's been interesting because, um, I think this might be a new normal moving forward Mm -hmm. and we're kind of a part of this, I guess, movement to, maybe simplify filmmaking and to definitely to make it safe to make films while COVID is here. Um, So, you know, there might be some lasting changes moving on um, that we might move back once, you know, things are settled down, but I think definitely it's been an interesting semester and and year. So. Yeah. So you're able to like be at school or like do stuff on campus or how's that? So we can't actually shoot on campus, but um, mm-hmm. how student how sets work is you have a the director and producer will have a permit for say a house or um, some outdoor space like a park or something, and you get the permit signed, and then that's your space to shoot your film. Um, and then, but then LMU has been they've been giving us the equipment, so we go onto campus to oh. pick up equipment and stuff like that but we can't use the facilities just because it's not feasible to have that be COVID safe. Um, But so the filming is happening off campus, but we're getting our, our equipment and everything from on campus. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, At least you're able to like be with people. Like you're not, I guess, stuck on zoom for everything. You're able to like do projects. Right. Last, last semester, I think, yeah, I think it was the one semester that we had the second half on zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, students had to make, they had to shoot their own films with their own equipment. And so there are a lot of people like making films with their iPhones and right. with like their family. And it was cool in that way, but the films were definitely not the, as good as they could be. Yeah. Uh, because everyone's wings were tied when they were clipped. So um, we're definitely moving forward with that. Yeah, for sure. And 
yes, going into like COVID filming is a transition, but you are probably used to that being from New York and coming to LA. Um, what was that transition like though, initially? Um, it was definitely uh, a culture shock in, in some ways. Um, and, you know, the obvious thing is the weather difference. It's, right. you know, <laughs> basically 70 and sunny all year. Um, and in New York, it's not that it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's very cold and very hot. So, um, that was one thing, but I think, uh, it was interesting to see the, the people that I met out here. Um, and I think, you know, everyone jokes about, oh, there are a lot of people at LMU from the Bay and, you know, mm-hmm. they always say we're from the Bay, but there are also a lot of people from, you know, everywhere. Like they're people come from all over to get at LMU. So it was just cool to see, you know, where everyone else had been and what their experience was, was like. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I had never lived anywhere outside of Syracuse. Um, I, I mean, I've traveled and everything, but mm-hmm. I had never moved, um, outside. So making that move was, was, it was definitely cool. And I, I'm definitely glad I'm here. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I feel like, I don't know, as someone from, like, the Bay, it's easy to kind of feel like you're in a Bay bubble, but, like, I don't know. People say everyone's from the Bay, but, like, we're not. Like, yeah. <laughs> so many people from out of state, out of the country. Yeah. And that's, the Bay is such a big area. Like, I feel like yeah, like it's, there's, like, yeah. I'm from the Bay, but I'm from, you know, Marin or San yeah. Jose or, like, you know, you could be from you know, a 200 mile radius and say you're from. Yeah, there. for but, sure. Yeah. It's like, just say Northern California. That's my, that's my <laughs> hot take. Yeah. Yeah. So you're pretty involved on campus. You know, we kind of listed out some of your main involvements before. And I guess between like filming with LMU and your service org and everything like that, like, how's it been trying to balance everything? Like what's in person? What's remote? How's that going? Um, well, it's, so it's been interesting, um, I guess, most, I mean, most of it has been in remote, mm-hmm. except for um, the, the film, film, like student films. Um, but so Crimson and uh, marketing communication, those have been pretty kind of, it's been a, a bit of a struggle to figure it out, um, to figure it out. Sticking that. <laughs> and um so for, for marketing communication, a lot of the work I'm doing is just editing. Um, mm-hmm. And so normally on campus, um, we will we'll shoot a video and it's just it's just the students. We all have cameras and we're <clears throat> filming an event or um, a speech or something like we'll do convocation. Um, we'll do the like messages that President Snyder sends out, um, all of that sort of stuff. <clears throat> And we'll shoot it and then there will be kind of a concept that we have to work towards and then we'll edit it kind of as a, as a team. Um, and now it's just sort of, we're just at the tail end, um, mm-hmm. students who are working. Uh, so the people who actually work in the marketing communications are like doing very limited shoots on campus and then we get the footage and we have to sort of piece it together um, in order to to have stuff that we release to uh, YouTube or 
Twitter or Instagram or anything like that. Um, so it's definitely been limiting. I'm not editing is not my strong suit. I don't, you know, I don't prefer editing. Um, mm -hmm. But I mean, it's, it's been cool to kind of have that control of like, you're shaping whatever's going out there. Um, right. So that's, that's the one plus, I guess, I just really, I would prefer to be, you know, hands on shooting and then someone else can edit it. I don't really. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so that's been interesting. And then also Crimson, I joined uh, at the, in March or I joined in February of last year, um, like two weeks before it was like February 29th was our, like we had our first meeting and then mm -hmm. two weeks later we were all like back home. So yeah. Um, in that regard, it's been, it's been kind of a, a struggle meeting people. Cause I mean, this is a, a student organization that I don't know a lot of people in. I knew a few people, but um, it was definitely like an opportunity for me to, you know, see new faces and all that stuff. And when it's on zoom, it's kind of hard to have that, to build those relationships and to actually get to know people um, mm -hmm. just because it's like, it's just such a limitation of having people on a screen. Um, yeah. But I mean, luckily I've been able to see a few members through um, like I've been on sets with them mm -hmm. and um, like, I've had socially distant hangouts and we did have like a trash pickup for Cribson. So that okay. was cool to be able to see people and, you know, we were on the beach and it was, it was just nice to see faces and to talk to people. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely been a limitation um, as far as that goes, but it's, I think it's we, kind of as an organization, we've come together and um, sometimes we'll do like breakout rooms in our mm -hmm. chapter and, like just talk about stuff and that's been good to kind of you're, you're not talking to a room full of 30 people because that's kind of weird like you can't really it's weird yeah. that like two people are having a conversation out of like the entire org and so those those small breakout groups have been fun to kind of just get to know people and to see what they're up to so yeah, yeah for sure and with your passion for um, videography, you were touching on that um, and specifically not loving editing. Um, <laughs> when did you realize that you wanted to pursue an education or a career in film and how did LMU or choosing LMU play into that decision? Um, so, I, so I think I started, um, I got a camera when I was maybe 12 um, and I, what I would do is I would make like ski videos with my friends and like, I don't know, like people make skate edits and like put music right. to it and like have all the tricks and everything. And I would do that. And I, I figured out that was really fun. I started out and like the videos weren't good at all. Like they were like, when I look back on them, I'm just like, I wish I never made those, but oh no, I, I'm actually happy. You were 12. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It's, it's good to see sort of, how working hard at something can improve it. Um, so yeah. I'm able to look at those and kind of laugh and say, okay, that's where I started. And let's sort of look at where I am now. Uh, yeah. And hopefully see some improvement. But so that's, that's kind of how I got started. Um, and I kept doing that. And I would, you know, make other like travel videos just for YouTube, just for my like personal um, mm -hmm. channel. And mm -hmm. 
I think I, I realized, I guess, junior year of high school that I didn't really see myself doing anything like finance or science or anything like that. I, mm-hmm. I'm not really, math is not my strong suit. Um, and I like science, but not enough to sort of commit to it, I guess. Um, and I, I like the storytelling aspect of it. So um, I think it was then that I that I kind of started zeroing in on um, USC and NYU and UCLA um, and LMU. And I'm really glad that LMU popped up on my radar because mm-hmm. I, being from New York, I, it's, I had not, I hadn't really heard of LMU um, mm-hmm. before I started applying to schools. Uh, but when you look up top film schools, LMU pops up. So I was just kind of saying, okay, you know, I'll apply. And if I get in, I get in. Um, and so I, I came out to visit LA. And um, I remember my dad and I were visiting schools. Um, and we were going to like, we went to USC and to UCLA. And we were in like West Hollywood area. And we had like, we were at the Getty. And the sun was setting. And we were saying, you know, maybe we should visit LMU. Like we, we weren't in the area. So like, we didn't really want to go out of our way. I said, you know what, why not? Like we have the time. Mm-hmm. So we drove down here and I was just blown away by the campus. And it's just like, wow, how did I not know this existed? And how did I like not think about it? Um, so definitely in the end, I was picking between um, three schools. It was UW, um, NYU and LMU. And those were like the three schools that I gotten into and NYU had the film school, but there was no campus. It's just like in the middle of the city. Right. Yeah. And then UW has like a, an amazing campus, but there's no film school. And then <laughs> LMU was kind of like the Goldilocks school. Um, yeah. So we, <laughs> we have, I love campus. That. yeah, it was like, it was just like glowing gold and it was like, pick me um so so, yeah we have the campus and we have a really good film school and those things all added up were enough for me to just say you know this is the one um yeah and even though I was was looking for a bigger school because I was used to I'm from Syracuse and SU is like a big like sports school um Mm -hmm. we have like a, a bunch of like liberal arts programs and stuff like that um but I mean, going to a, a small school has its has its perks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like being able to be in like multiple circles and then still knowing everyone. Um, that's something that's been exciting for me. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like LMU's size is probably why it's not on like everyone's radar. But yeah, like yeah. once people visit, they realize, you know, wow, we're like in the coolest part of L.A. Like it's yeah. exactly. an amazing yeah. place. It's a hidden gem. Yeah. A gated hidden gem. Yeah. Very safe. Very nice. And yeah. And I guess. Yeah. So I guess we'll transition more into our like career professional questions. So if you want to just kind of start us off with maybe like a favorite film project you've done so far, whether that's been like when you started doing film or at LMU, you can just share a story. Um, so I guess my favorite project so far, um, just the process, um, as a whole was, so in, in our sophomore year, 
first semester, we have our, it's called our 200 level film. Um, mm-hmm. So there's like our 101, 200, 300, 400. Okay. Um, and so the 200 level, which it's, you're basically on your own. You have to sign your own permits. You have to use your own equipment mm-hmm. uh, to make your film. So the films never come out amazing, um, but it's, they come out really like creative. They're basically like unfiltered, whatever the student wants to put out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you get really like some like funny stuff and some weird stuff and, you know, maybe some scary stuff. Uh, and so I decided to do like a heist film for my, okay. for my 200. Um, and it was kind of, it was, so you do three films in the semester and it was my last film. So I decided I kind of wanted to go all out. And so I got a ton of permits for different locations and I got a ton of my friends as extras to do this, to make this film. And basically how it's, it's about these three students who um, they realize that, um, you know, they're paying a ton for tuition and uh, there's this like ancient artifact sword that's coming to campus Okay. <laughs> and that it's like it's valued at like the exact price that could pay their tuition for the mm-hmm. year. Um so they make a plan to go and steal the sword while it's on display and use it to pay their tuition. That's so, awesome. <laughs> I love that. That is like yeah. a national treasure. <laughs> I'm so down to see this. Yeah. Is this on YouTube? <laughs> it, it is. I can send you guys a link. It's oh, kind of please. like it's kind of you know, you can't use dialogue, so it's a little bit cheesy. Um, and I'm not like, I don't think it's the best thing I've ever done or been a part of, but the process itself and working with friends and like, I don't know, making something that you kind of thought of, mm-hmm. like seeing the finished product, it's, it's, it's fun and it's cool. Um, and I feel really good about it. It's not like amazing, but I'm happy. Yeah, that's it. awesome. Um, yeah, it that's, sounds like a great idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least um, maybe maybe we'll uh, we'll blow it up into like a feature or something in the future. Yeah. But, but. I think you should. <laughs> I think it would do well. I think it would do really well. There's yeah. nothing we can all relate to more than college debt. Yeah. So <laughs> I, it was yeah, it was the relatability that, that I think sold it, the like seventy thousand dollars a year or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love that out-of-state tuition <laughs> yeah. anyways um so can you tell us a little bit about your upcoming documentary though um, what's that looking like and where are you at with that process so it's a little bit wishy-washy um the whole thing is i was part of a group of students um that were set to go to bonn germany in the f- oh, yeah. fall yeah last last fall um, obviously that didn't happen. And, um, so they've been pushing it off and I think, I think they're trying to make it happen this upcoming fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still sort of questioning whether I'm going to go, um, but either way, I'm going to shoot a documentary. Originally the plan was, um, I was going to go to Ireland and I have some cousins there that, uh, they were EMTs, mm-hmm. um, on the, like the Irish Coast Guard. Cool. And there was this really big storm about 10 years ago and there was this like big rescue mission. And I was going to look at that sort of like the 
the hours of that uh, that day mm-hmm. uh, where the storm hit. And obviously, that's I'm definitely pretty limited as far as that goes. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but I'm in the process of just sort of looking around LA and looking for um, interesting stories and you know interesting people who have stories about their life. Um, so that's that's where that's at. It's it's not very fully baked. But, okay. Uh, Nothing solid, but do you have a timeline like this is going to be your summer project or something? This is going to be so I need to I need to have an idea of what I'm doing by the end of the summer. Okay. And then it I'll be shooting during next next semester during the fall. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. So so yeah, pre-production is the summer and then production is the the fall. Okay, so, so is this like fun. through school? for yeah this is for the my thesis it's my like 300 um project so you can either do like a narrative film um that you have to direct or you can do a documentary that you direct so i'm i'm way more interested in documentary just because it's uh it's it's a lot more i mean it's more real Mm -hmm. to me and i think a lot of people kind of discount documentary as maybe boring like informational stuff but i think that there are stories out there that are you know just as riveting if not more riveting than the stuff that you can write down on a script not to discredit uh, screenwriters but i think that um there are a lot of cool people out there and a lot of cool stories so um I'm choosing to do the documentary for that reason. Yeah, well, keep yeah, us posted. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I will. Yeah. I will. And then yeah. we also just kind of wanted to ask about your YouTube channel. So is that kind of where you just put like your student films or how did you get started with that? Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of just like it's a mix between like personal. I think a while, like maybe a couple years ago, I was trying to like influence be someone. To, yeah, be like, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't call it that, but like basically that was what it was. Um, and, and I kind of like gave up on that. It's kind of not, I don't think it's worth it to try and cater your stuff to an audience. Um, so I, I put stuff on there. I like, will make videos with my friends and then, yeah, I'll put like projects that I work on in school that are a little bit more serious. Um, and it's mainly just like, mainly for fun, but it sometimes I'll kind of like try and make something that's, you know, I'll put my reels on there for like sending to employers and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, it's kind of, it's just a place where I can put all my stuff mm-hmm. and like, I don't like link it in emails and stuff. Like oh, okay, that. Okay. So yeah. it's like, it's like, a, it's like a portfolio <laughs> with some not as serious stuff mm-hmm. added on the side. So yeah. yeah. That works. We love a catch-all bin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so what type of career space do you specifically see yourself going into? Like you kind of touched on um, sending out reels to particular companies and job opportunities. Um, what exactly are you pursuing in terms of that? So generally cinematography, that's what I'm uh, interested in. Uh, I'm not good at telling people what to do. So directing is not my strong suit. Um, and, uh, so yeah, cinematography and documentary cinematography or like commercial cinematography, like, uh, 
like shoe commercials for Nike or like a car commercial or something like that are things that I want to check off at some point. Um, I don't know when that point is, but uh, sort of that documentary and commercial cinematography is, is where I'm, I'm focusing. Cool. And then in terms of creating and creative inspiration, where do you look when you need ideas? Um, I guess I just watch movies. I mean, Fair enough. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the fun thing about being a film major is you can kind of just watch movies and it, like you can actually get stuff out of mm -hmm. it. I mean, everyone can get something about watching a movie, but like I'll have assignments where I just have to watch movies and write about it, which is cool. That's cool. Um, <laughs> Dang. Yeah. What have you seen lately? Uh, what, what's the last? Um, I watched Argo. Okay. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen that. Kind of old, right? <laughs> uh, a little, a little bit. It's like it's got like Ben Affleck and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's like from maybe 2015 or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I watched Bad Trip, the Eric Andre movie. I don't know if you guys have seen I, that. Yet. That's on my list. It was again. <laughs> yeah, it's. I guess I don't get ins like inspiration from it, but it's funny. <laughs> it's like four ads. Yeah, know. yeah. Road trip movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't. My buddy and I watched like a short film last night about this. Uh, it's called Hold On. It's pretty good. It's about a, a cellist in an orchestra um, who like messes up in a in a like a big performance, like her string snaps, and then um, like in front of the whole audience, and then she has like panic attacks, and it's just about her like pushing through that mm -hmm. and uh, I guess persevering to to finish the song in front of the audience. So it's called Hold On, Hold on. by Charlotte Scott Wilson. I Sounds think. intense. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, basically anything um, that catches my eye, um, I'll, I'll watch when I have the time. So Also, I have to ask, do you have any Oscars predictions? Do you follow that? I, I know like some film majors are pretty opinionated on <laughs> whether that's so <laughs> worth pointing to, I guess. Yeah, I think I like I think the Oscars this year are kind of like they're not like yes, year the year before. They're not it's not going to be like the pick is not going to be as good cuz so many people are holding back their movies right. to these people can go to theaters, theaters which I yeah, I completely understand. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know, I haven't so I watched The Trial of Chicago 7. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um and that was good from a screenwriting perspective um i guess and i i haven't really done the best job of paying attention because i like usually you can see all the movies and i like seeing movies in the theater because it's just so much more like it's how they're meant to be yeah viewed. yeah um, and i'd rather not just sit in front of my computer or my tv mm -hmm. and watch mm -hmm. a film um so i haven't mm -hmm. been sort of keeping up um in that way i do want to watch uh judas in the black Messiah. oh yeah oh, yeah yeah i think the um, only like big one i've seen from like this year's is chicago seven but chicago mostly seven. for sasha baron cohen because i love him <laughs> yeah what did, what did you think about i chicago really 7? i really liked it i mean i'm an engineering major i don't i don't know film but as <laughs> i didn't think like a courtroom drama would be that entertaining so I yeah, it. yeah. It's so the the writer, 
um, Aaron Sorkin. Mm -hmm. He like wrote it and directed it. Mm -hmm. um, he did like if you guys seen the the Social Network. Oh yeah. Uh, he wrote okay. that, and it's kind of like he's very good at making like dialogue that's like it's like back and forth, mm -hmm. and um, it's very like succinct and clean, mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of addicting to listen to because it's like you know people are talking people always have something to say to like one another it's never like there's never a quiet moment right yeah uh, so it's interesting that he picked that that courtroom drama to do but i think he does it he does it well yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i liked it from a more shallow perspective well i mean it doesn't it doesn't like really matter as long as you like it like that's kind of what matters right you know? like yeah you realize that the movies i like are just the ones that i watch over and over again mm -hmm. and have no like there might not like be a specific reason or a technical reason. Mm -hmm. It's just a good movie. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I hate like being snobby about, oh, I like it because of this technical, you oh, know, yeah. like, <laughs> this, the sound in it or something. Mm -hmm. If you watch a movie, like if you like watching a movie, you like watching a movie. Right. So. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so has your experience thus far with, either your own creative works or just outside looking in um obviously you spend a lot of time watching movies um do you have any hot takes on the entertainment industry that you want to share <laughs> oh um hot takes I, I mean i so i guess um it's kind of a weird perspective to be a film student like as far as the the industry goes um i had i I had an internship in September at this like rental house, I guess, but they, they call themselves like a production studio. I don't really know. Um, it was kind of sketchy to begin with, but uh, they, they like basically like used interns as like just like lifters and like we were just moving stuff around. And I ended up quitting the internship because it was just terrible. I wasn't getting, I, you know, wasn't getting experience. I wasn't making any connections. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, the executives at the studio were just kind of like, not like they didn't care at all. Oh. Um, so Sorry. I, that's my only experience directly with like the big, like the film industry. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not a good one, but I, I mean, I haven't lost faith in the entire system, but uh, I do, I do think that the, like the increasing numbers of smaller studios, like, I don't know if you guys know about a 24. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like smaller, um, studios that are able to let upcoming directors have a voice mm -hmm. are, mm -hmm. I think where, where the, um, where film filmmaking is going. And I think, it's kind of been, we've been shifting towards this for a while. There's kind of this idea of the big studio system where like Paramount or Sony or Fox churn out these like massive blockbuster films um, with directors that they know will get views or get audiences to come. Like right now we have like Christopher Nolan yeah. and maybe like Steven Spielberg is kind of, he's getting old, so I don't know, but um <laughs> Like, basically, these massive faces who um, these studios will just pump 
money into their projects. Um, I think that we're moving towards a smaller, like, uh, like smaller, younger directors are going to come out and be able to have a voice um, to sh to show their films to. Um, I guess and just like, or have an audience to show their films to, and the the production companies like A twenty four will give them a voice. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> um, and I think that might also be. I've been seeing how these smaller sets are working, mm -hmm. and how we're like they're able to make films that are just as good as like m these massive films. They they look good and they have like good content um and i guess that's something that i've learned from lmu is that like the minds of students are just as creative as these massive people um mm -hmm. and that's been really cool to see so i think we're shifting towards a smaller like film production like scale mm -hmm. i guess mm -hmm which is really cool to see as a student. So that's my take. Yeah, I feel like this is that's a really good time to be awesome. entering the industry. <laughs> I hope so, I hope yeah. so, yeah. Well, I guess with that, do you have any advice for Lions out there who are listening who might want to start their own film project? Um, I mean, like, I don't think anything is really stopping you from doing it. Mm -hmm. You just have to commit to putting something together and um you can get a lot of you can get editing programs for free like you can get cameras for cheap that mm -hmm. look good um so i guess yeah well yeah you guys are right now is a really good time to be a filmmaker because the tools are so you know so feasible to have um and so easy to grasp and i think it's just going to get easier so um just just do it i mean like just if you have an idea do do like just try and get it out there and even if it doesn't turn out to be exactly what you wanted or something that's you know looking good or you know good as a, a story if it doesn't turn out well then you know at least you made a film Word. and you can <laughs> improve on that in your next uh in your next project so that might be a little bit naive of me to say, but I feel like that's kind of, you just have to go and do it, so. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us where we can find your content then? So yeah, my YouTube channel, um, Guth Will, which is called G-U-T-H-W-I-L-L, -L, I think. Um, I have a Vimeo where I put my like, more professional like HD stuff um, and that's just my name, I think, um, which is Will Strysky. Uh, um, yeah, I guess just, yeah, YouTube. Okay. Um, and I, I try, I try and plug like any projects that I've worked on, like this semester, I've been working as a cinematographer on a couple LMU sets. Mm -hmm. okay. um, so I try and put those up on my Instagram. Um, like whenever they come out, I'll put like stills or something. Um, so that's, that's somewhere you can, you can find that All stuff. All right. And then any social media you want to promo? Um, okay. No, I don't have a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and have a TikTok. you'd be the first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, if you want to follow me, it's like, 
my Instagram is just my name and I put like whatever is on my camera roll on there. <laughs> right. Well, we are just looking forward to catching up with you. Hopefully once maybe the documentary is more in progress, but yeah, just keep us posted. Let us know. We'll always shout you out on our Instagram, but yeah, it looks like okay. you've really just been taking initiative with your film career and we really appreciate all the insight you shared. So you are the last podcast guest of this school year. So we, yeah, we just can't wait to check in on any updates you have. Any final remarks? Uh, thank you guys so much. And this has been really fun. Um, and it's been cool to talk about this kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah I guess I'm, I'm honored to be oh on gosh. the show. We're honored to have oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you so much, Will, for chatting with us today. And a big thank you to everyone listening to this episode of Talk With Me and for talking with us all semester. Make sure to stay in touch with Maine Entertainment through Instagram, Facebook, Leo, and now Spotify, where you can find these podcasts. Have a great summer, Lions, and as always, keep talking with me. Bye.